This is Journey Church Podcast. Here at Journey, we believe in encountering God and embracing people. From wherever you're listening, we hope you are encouraged by this week's message. When you were a teenager, if you if you if you're young, you're not yet here, but I had these ideas of like actually living in a Hallmark moment. I know we make jokes about it and there's a million memes about it, but you really thought you were going to find that significant other in a sto- snow blizzard when your tire popped on the side of the deer foot. Someone was going to find you and it's going to be a lovely romantic time. And that never happens. No, you had to, you had to call your dad <laughs> and ask him and he begrudgingly came and helped you, <laughs> right? So a lot of us, we deal with these like, disappointments about what it was supposed to be like, about our family being cozy, all wearing similar pajamas, and nobody's fighting, and everybody is like singing Christmas carols around the, and you know, that might have happened, I applaud you, if that happens, and uh, praise the Lord, God is in your house, Um, (laughs) but for a lot of us, we deal with a little bit of these kind of micro disappointments that are difficult, it is why we actually, why Charlie Brown is a classic, because we resonate with that. But I was thinking about the Christmas story and realizing that the Christmas story was rooted in disappointment. And a a, a little bit, I just want to, for one minute, and by the way, parents, if you've got kids that are like wandering, I don't mind, it's fine. I have four kids, I don't even notice them, I don't even hear them. Um, I I just want to read a scripture from Matthew chapter 1. It's a story of Joseph when he finds out. This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. This is so weird because it's God who has planned this for thousands of years. And then this is how the story starts. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. So this is how the incarnation story begins. In Joseph's, rooted in Joseph's disappointment, Imagine, I I want you to think back to some of your greatest disappointments in life. I want you for a minute to think of yourself being Joseph. And you are getting married. Some of you are engaged here today, and it's very exciting. And you have all the wedding plans going on. And then imagine that your fiancé comes to you and says, by the way, I'm pregnant, and you're not the owner of the baby. Now, I know we make kind of, we can make jokes about that, but imagine the gut-wrenching disappointment that Joseph would have felt. Like the, the heartbreak. And I know Mary said it was the Holy Spirit, but like, and we can, of course, but there's something disappointing about that at the beginning. And what's wild is that God determined that this was going to be the best and perfect way to bring his son to earth. You ever think about that? That Joseph in those moments would have been so disappointed and God decided that this would be the best and perfect way to bring his son. That is... When I think about event planning... I'm not an event planner. If you ask me to event plan your event, just know it's going to be a terrible event. I know this. I'm going to forget things. I forgot my iPad on the way to church today. But like, let's just talk about some of you are event planners. In the world of event planning, God planned this event. 
He planned it out. And then he said, you know what, Joseph, you're going to be pretty disappointed for some minutes, like, or days. And you know when you've had a massive disappointment like that, what's the feeling? You know when you go to bed at night, do you sleep? No, you don't sleep. And there wasn't NyQuil back then. Uh, you sweat and you toss and turn and think, what is, go how could this, like, where are you, God? But here's what I want us to know. There's a few things we learned from this. That God does not leave us in the middle of our disappointment. God stands with us. And he's standing with you today. Maybe you're here and you're, you're in the middle of that dark night of the soul, like Joseph. Maybe somebody hasn't told you that they're pregnant by the Holy Spirit. Ho hopefully they didn't, because that already had, that was only a one-time deal. <laughs> it's going to happen once. But maybe you're feeling disappointment, like that feeling where the bottom falls out. Let's read on in the text. So it says, but after he considered this, okay, so that but after he had considered this, we, we think of that as just like a nice little, like a nice little Christmas phrase, like he considered it. But after he had considered this actually means like he'd stayed up all night and like been worried and he was going to try to find a way to do it. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. So, so we know that Joseph would have been disappointed in Mary's unplanned pregnancy and all of the unraveled plans and social stigma that would have resulted from such news. And he would have been justified in divorcing her and cutting himself off from the complicated mess until God showed up and told him to do otherwise. And God has this uncanny ability to show up just when we are about to give up. He has this uncanny ability that happens over and over again from Genesis to Revelation showing up right when we just think that we're going to quietly throw in the towel. And what's amazing to me is that in God's providence, in his plan, he baked this into the story. And I, I think part of the reason it's baked into the story is to remind us not to give up in the middle of our uncertainty. See, because we know this, that we have a choice to trust God in our disappointments. Can you imagine how the story would have unfolded if Joseph had ignored God's instructions? Joseph could have missed out on being part of God's plan, but he overcame his fear and his disappointment by placing his trust in Jesus. And you know, we all have parts of our story that require that we trust. Joseph is no different in many ways than you or I. There will be times in the story of your life where you must say, yes, God, I'm going to trust you. I don't understand. I don't, I don't quite, it doesn't, the math doesn't add up. But I'm going to trust you anyways. And this is exactly what Joseph did. You know, um, I can remember a bunch of Christmases ago when Dave and I, we had had two kids and then 
between our two kids, we had a number of miscarriages that were just hard. I remember thinking, God, like, I don't know if I can go through another Christmas. I don't know if I can get up and read the Advent story and say that you're in the, in the middle of my disappointment. But I, I do know this, that when we make the decision, sometimes we just have to make a decision to say, God, I'm going to trust you even in the middle of difficult circumstances. And there's a miraculous thing that happened in the Advent story that is a template for our lives, that when we say to God, when we give God our disappointments, our disappointments plus God, we can just go to the next slide, our disappointments plus God always, always equals beauty. There's something awesome about us saying yes to God in the middle of our disappointment. And and just a little bit like this story, this Charlie Brown story where they had the ugly tree. God's able to take our little bit that we can give him, our broken downness, and turn it into something amazing. And part of the way we trust God is just by saying yes to him. Maybe you're here and you've never said yes to God. You've been trying to figure out all of your disappointments on your own. You've been trying to like, I don't know, like we... We have disappointments, and we try to work our disappointments. <laughs> like, maybe I could turn this into lemonade. I'm not telling you to take your disappointments and turn lemons into lemonade. That's called humanism. What I'm asking you to do, what I'm imploring you to do, is say, God, here are my disappointments. Would you, by your miraculous power, able to be able to take my disappointment and turn it into something that only you can do? Only you can do. Some of us have been working so hard this Christmas season. You've been trying to make your presents look fancy. You've been wrapping up your Christmas presents, your disappointments, putting bows on them. And God says, no, 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 no. This is not your work. This is my work. All my disappointments to you. Romans 8.28 says he works out all things for our good. This was true of Joseph in Matthew chapter 1. This is true of your life today as well. The reality of Christmas is this, is that God came to us in human form in the middle of all of our disappointments. And this showed us that he wants to know us personally. Do you know that someone's not really your friend? There's all kinds of research being done right now on friendships and uh, how, you, how we create intimacy and friendships. By the way, in the new year, we're going to be doing a series on loneliness and how do we actually live out the gospel. I am really excited about this series. That's sort of just a PSA, but... If you don't normally come to church, maybe you could come in January. Um, but, but do you know that when it, all the research that's being done tells us that we actually can't know somebody very well until they share a disappointment with us? You ever known that this is true? Like, if, if all you do with your friends is say, things are great, how are things for you? They're great. Things are so great. Everything's great. How, are you all ready for Christmas? I'm 100% ready. Everything is wrapped everything's great. You will never build a friendship with someone like that, by the way. You will never. Do you know, you know how we build relationship with one another? When you say, how are things? Not so good. Actually, it seems like a war zone. Like, my life is a war zone right now. And then you cry together. That's how, now I know some of the gentlemen in the room, even some of the ladies, like, I'm never crying. I understand. I only cry around cops. If you're a cop here, you have made me cry before. 
<sighs> Anyways, uh, it, but, but we really only build deep intimacy with one another when we share in our disappointments. When God came to earth in the incarnation and he came in the middle of Joseph's disappointment, what he was saying is, I want to know you personally. I don't just want to have some religious experience with you. I want to know you. This is the power of the incarnation. This is the power of the gospel. Tim Keller, pastor said, uh, from New York City, said, look at what God has done to, to get you to know him personally. If the Son would come all this way to become a real person to you, don't you think the Holy Spirit will do anything in his power to make Jesus a real person to you in your heart? Christmas is an invitation to know Christ personally. Christmas is an invitation by God to say, look what I've done to come near to you. Now draw near to me. I don't want to be a concept. I want to be a friend. This morning, um, I want to pray for us. You see, when Charlie Brown bemoans what Christmas is all about when he says that it's, he reminds us that um, all the tinsel and presents and even our families will not be enough to make us feel or truly understand what Christmas is all about. The only thing that will fill the void is when we give all of our disappointments over to God and trust him for our lives. This morning, I, I want to give you an opportunity to do exactly that. Just in this moment, just as Abel begins to play, um, I want us just to say, God, here are all my disappointments. Here's all the times the bottom has fallen out of the boat. All right, just feel like I, I'm just not, I'm not sure, God. Some of us are going into 2023, bon voyaging 2022. Like, see you later. I don't want to think about this. But just in this moment, could we just say, God, here's all, here's all the things of my life. Every joy, every disappointment, I'm giving it to you. And as we give it over to God, he is a God who is big enough to carry our disappointments. Not only carry them, but to turn them into something extraordinary. This is the theological thread that is woven throughout Scripture. It's amazing that in the New Testament, that God didn't come shiny and everything. He came in the middle of disappointment. If God is big enough to hold the disappointment of his only son coming to earth, he is large enough to hold your disappointment today. And I want to pray for you this morning that you would sense that this God is here with you and that you would have courage to say, God, here's all my disappointments. I'm giving them to you right now. You should just pray with me today. God, I'm praying for every person in this room today. Those of us, God, that have um, been carrying heavy disappointments, those of us that thought that life would look different and, it, and it's just not, it's like it's not working out. It feels like, God, I, I pray that we would give all those disappointments to you in this moment. God, even for those of us that are just carrying like what would seem like small disappointments, Jesus, I pray that you give us courage to give you those disappointments. All the hurt, all the pain, all the, we would give it to you. Because, God, we believe your word that says you are working out all things for our good. That, that our disappointments plus you equals beauty. 
And so we give you permission to work something beautiful in our lives. So that, God, this year we would truly understand what it means to be people who trust in an an incarnated, a God-becoming man. I pray for every family here, for every household represented, that your peace would walk with us, that your joy would go before us, and that we would be transformed to look like you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I'm praying for every person here that this would be the Christmas that you would say yes to Jesus, that you would put your hand in his. Maybe you've never made that decision before. I want to encourage you just today to say yes to Jesus. You know, many people, hundreds of people around this room one day made a decision to say yes to Jesus. The Bible tells us that today is the day of salvation, meaning this, that we don't put off today what we know We don't put off to tomorrow what we know we can do today. It's no accident that you're here. Jesus is looking for your yes today. He's not looking for you to sign up for a religion. He's not looking for you to, like, sign away your bank account. He's looking for your yes. Say yes, God. And when we do that, and as I was praying for you this morning, I just felt like the Lord spoke really clearly to me that God wants to bring transformation to people's lives and hearts this Christmas season. When we say yes to Jesus, we are giving him permission to come in and transform us. And I believe in that for all of us. Aren't you? Wouldn't it be amazing if we could say 2022 was really a weird, all the 20s have been weird years. But God transformed us. God transformed our families. He transformed our lives. And that's what we're saying yes to over and over and over again. God is a God of transformation. Thank you for joining us today on Journey Church Podcast. For more information about our ministry, visit myjourney.church.